Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. Welcome to episode 48 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie. And I'm Tommy. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. So I think we need to change our introduction, babe. Yeah, we I have think so. uh, now officially been married for 20 years, and so our, our intro is now out of date. Yeah, it's out with the 19 and with the 20, so we're going to have to uh, work on that this week. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so we're really excited about today's episode. It's, it's part two of our 20-year anniversary episodes. Um, so before we went on our anniversary trip to Jamaica last week, we did a look back at what the past 20 years of marriage means to us and the importance and also a sex expectations episode about what we've learned and what we tell. Those are Tommy's favorite episodes. Indeed, by the way. it was a lot of fun. So <laughs> if you haven't listened yet, please download episode forty-seven. So, like Tommy mentioned, we are back from our anniversary trip to Jamaica, and it was honestly one of the most needed vacations we've ever had. Amen. Honestly, like we just needed a vacation. Just like all, I'm sure a lot of you guys do too, right? Like yeah. it just. <laughs> To get away. We needed to get away. I mean, but let me just say, first of all, everyone and their mother is traveling right now. Everybody. So the prices for any trip, especially airlines, have skyrocketed. We literally looked at Aruba, Turks and Caicos, St. John, St. Lucia. We even checked out Mexico, but I guess they're getting attacked by that some seaweed, seaweed problem. It's like What's every beach in Mexico. I forget what it's called, but we, we even found the map. Like the official map. Yeah, like, you can actually track the seaweed that's covering and the, basically the, coast. the entire eastern coast of Mexico, from Cancun all the way down to Playa del Carmen, and all that is yeah. just covered in that seaweed. It's terrible, and you can't really swim in it. It smells like rotten eggs. So we decided we'd pass. And we actually found a beautiful resort there, but we just didn't want to risk it because we love to be in the ocean. Honestly, I mean, Drink the pool's hand, fun. Right. Yeah, the pool's a good time, but I like to be in the ocean. We spent so. exactly zero time in the pool when we were in Jamaica. We did. I we mean, didn't even go over by it. We just walked past it. If I'm somewhere where the water is clear mm-hmm. and, calm. I can, and calm and I can just, why wouldn't I be in the ocean where Indeed. I can see the bottom, right? I don't have to worry about what's hitting my toe, even though it's probably a piece of seaweed. So <laughs> anyways, we landed on sandals. And I know what you're thinking, sandals, it's like... Is that outdated? Let me just tell you, this is not your grandma's vacation. Sandals has totally revamped everything. I mean, the rooms were brand new. We got beautiful. It was beautiful. And the service was phenomenal. So a few friends of ours had recently went and they told us about it. They raved. So we said, you know what? Let's give it a try. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were some COVID restrictions, but we never left the, we never left the resort. We didn't plan on leaving the resort. We weren't going to do any, um, you know, any of the excursions or any of that stuff, not this time, right? Not this time. We were just... This was relax, connect. Don't want to lift a finger kind of vacation. And they (laughs) they absolutely um, did a fantastic job. The service there is, 
you know, we've been to Jamaica a couple times and, and we've enjoyed it, but I think the service, at least at the sandals we were at was, was definitely next level compared to, um, a lot of places. Yeah. I mean the service, the food also. Yeah. It was really good. The food was delicious. We ate seafood. I mean, you can, obviously it's all inclusive. You can eat as much as you want, but for me, cause I love seafood and not everyone does in our home. I was like, you know what? I'm eating seafood every single night while I'm here. Why not? But yeah, the service was great. The weather was really beautiful. Actually it was much cooler than it is here at home, which has been like a hundred degrees every yeah, single day. hundred percent humidity. So it was miserable. nice to just have like a day, you know, mid to high eighties and a nice it was pretty breeze. Warm. <laughs> it was still warm, but it wasn't unbearable. It right. was perfect. We had a really good time. And it really was a a great time to reconnect with each other. It really which was. was kind of that, what we talked to, what you mentioned, it was a much needed vacation. Um, you know, we were able to spend some time sort of relaxing and dreaming about this topic, what our next 20 years looks like and, you know, what, what are our goals as a couple, as a family, um, you know, and then really we spent a lot of time talking about, Hey, what do we want to do? What, what's the next step with destination marriage in our podcast? And mm-hmm. what kind of episodes do we want? What are we trying to, you know, uh, showcase or show or, you know, what are our goals for the, for the podcast and what our listeners want to hear. So right. it was really, it was just fantastic. We had a great time. It was, it was an overall just successful trip and highly recommend sandals. So, and honestly, we kind of went into it blindly other than what our friends had shared with us. We've mm-hmm. never been, but for today, we thought it'd be interesting to do a little back and forth on like Tommy said, what is our vision for the next 20? What does that look like? Not only in our marriage, but for the podcast and other things in our lives together as husband and wife. The caveat is neither of us have seen what the other is going to say. So you'll get to hear us learn and debate what our next 20 years looks like <laughs> in real time. So maybe some fireworks, who knows? <laughs> I, my guess is that we're, we're probably pretty well aligned. So I kind of think we're probably going to say the same things. (laughs) I'm sure there's going to be some things, but you know, I love a good surprise. So we'll see what you say. All right, babe. So I'm going to go first and I'm going to take probably one that we both have on here as a goal that we really have. And that's travel the world. Yeah. That was my first one. (laughs) I knew it. I I mean, you know, we have a lot of trips that we just are pining, whether it's for just me and you or mm. for, for us as a family with the boys or even some trips um, within with extended family that yeah. we really all want to do. So um, I will only do two and maybe you can talk about some of the travel to trips that you said, see if there's anything different. Okay. I'm sure I have one of them down. I'm sure. Um, I really want to go to England, visit London, visit the countryside. And go to an Arsenal game Arsenal with our game? boys. <laughs> yeah. That's a must. That was one we wanted to do last year. And then, you know, COVID happened, right? Right. We started planning that we one. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll stop there. You go with what else you you planned for Travel the World. Well, I did. I had put, um, you know, what do I see as far as next chapters ahead? And I'm looking at it with excitement to attack new adventures with travel. So you already know new what I'm going to say. Like yeah. Greece. New adventures, Greece. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, this has been at the top of my list. I literally bought a book just so everyone knows if you're a close friend, you already know this. You've seen this book either on my bookcase or my coffee table. I have a book that says Greece mm-hmm. and I've had it for like 10 years because it has been on my bucket list for years now. And I thought Tommy and I would have probably already traveled there. Just life happens, but yes. And I want it to be a very long trip because there's so many beautiful spots in Greece and you can't do it in a week. I mean, I think you have to, that's like a two week trip. Sure. 
I think so. To get your bearings. So I put Italy again. I feel like we just scratched the surface with Italy. We did Rome and we did the Amalfi Coast. I want to do the Amalfi Coast again. I want to do Venice. Yeah, Venice, you know, I'll tell you, not, you can do Venice alone. Really? Yeah. I heard it smells. It's so over touristy. Not Venice. I'm sorry. Tuscany? Tuscany. Yes. yes. The Tuscany. That's a, that's a you and me trip. I've heard, I've had multiple coworkers that I've, you know, in in just discussing travel with them, Mm um, say that the Tuscan, under countryside. the Tuscan sun, they, right. they did. We, we <laughs> talked about that movie for hours. <laughs> I don't even know who's in that. Um, but no, they said like rent a car, you know, get a map or you have Google maps now. Right. But like just mm-hmm. do the countryside. It's more of a me and you trip. I think, I don't think the boys would appreciate. I don't the know if they would love Tuscany. I'm not sure, but they Although, are getting older. You know, we are talking about 20 years. Right. And one of my old bosses actually took her two kids That's and their true. significant others who were they were all in their low, early 20s. Mm-hmm. They did a trip to the Tuscan countryside. They stayed in Airbnbs and mm-hmm. they just in, immersed themselves and they said it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it looks beautiful. So maybe in maybe in 10 years when both of our boys are in their 20s They're and 30s. They're both the adults, yeah. Maybe we do it then. Yeah, that sounds pretty but nice. But preview it in the next five years just me and you. It's I like hard, it. I think, you know, when you, we're, we're, you know, since we're talking about the next 20 years, it's kind of... It's, you have to think differently about trips, right? Because we have, we're going to have different age, ages to, to consider. Like, does that change what you envision for the next 20 years with travel? Because it's going to be a different t- form of travel. We're not going to be little kid things that yeah. we're going to be doing, right? I mean, I think it's one of those things where, yeah, when you have adult children, because at that point, yeah, I mean, in a few years, Dylan will be of college age, you know, so things will change. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, there's also going to be probably more opportunity for you and I to be able to pick up and go as well. It's so definitely easier that, to travel without having to worry about the babysitting. Right. Cause of that, they're both going to be really starting new chapters in their lives. I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, Brandon's going to probably move on to other things. And if Dylan's away at school, you're going to have, it's going to be me and you kid. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What other travel? Let's stick with the travel for a little bit. Okay. So this is one thing I do know that the boys want to do. And I, I think that um, whether it's five or 10 years down the line, they definitely want to do this. I think it'd be a lot of fun. They want to do Germany and go to Oktoberfest. That would be a blast. Yeah. I think that would be so much fun. And I mean, your last name is German. I think we need to explore that. That's oh, so. your last name too there. It, Kuiper. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Reminder, it's only taken Surprise. her 20 years and now she remembers oh, yeah, or forgets after name. 20 years. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so it's kind of similar to travel, but a little bit different. I put, we've oh. talked about this and I'd be interested if you, if any one of our listeners have, have oh, explored this. I'm scared. You know, this is not, not, oh, not crazy. Oh, I thought you were going to throw some type of weird camping situation at me. <laughs> no, okay. I, will, I will never take you camping, okay? <laughs> Let's just get over it. Oh, I Let's thought you were going to say, like, that's a life goal to take me on some extreme camping That trip. would be, no. I've been married for 20 years. I'm wise. <laughs> I hope. You're not going camping. I'm not taking okay. a Bronx girl camping. Good. Okay? I'll go glamping. No, I'm not doing that. I'll do that. I'm not doing that. Although we have looked at some of those really high end RVs out there. I would do that. No, no. Remember we were looking at the high end, um, like ranch, like, uh, ranching and like where you, you know, you wear your cowboy boots and the jeans. You can do in Arizona. You can actually, with your kids, they set up these 
glamorous tent. So you actually yeah. have your own chef right. and they teach you how to wrang- wrangle cattle. Right. And then at the night we they looked have at it like, and they were all booked. It was crazy. We thought, Oh yeah, let's look at it. Expensive. It's expensive and it was all booked. So yeah. it's like a Disney cruise expensive. <laughs> I couldn't, I was surprised. So I put, and this is goes back to what I was saying before Jackie got scared. No need to be scared. Okay. We've talked about this is really looking at being kind of a joint citizenship with Cayman Islands and being able to do all the benefits that you get from that. We've been wanting to do that for a while. Yeah, I would love to do that. I think that's something that definitely needs to be a part of that next chapter. Now Now that we don't have little kids, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, my job is basically remote regardless of you know pre-covid mm-hmm. or it doesn't matter like i was always remote so you know as you have flexibility in your career over the next few years then working you know mm-hmm. from cayman if we have dual citizenship is something that would definitely be doable because i mean basically you have to invest a certain amount of money or buy a certain amount of value in property and you can get that joint citizenship and then it's it's a smoother process you can enjoy other you know benefits and i don't want to say tax evasion but tax you know you well you, you invest say, differently if right. you have that. Yeah. Like if I had a division of re, a recruiting division in Cayman, right. right? The whole thing could be incorporated there. And then right. if I'm recruiting on the Island, then yeah, everything that is there yeah. on the Island would remain in that bank account. And of course the tax implications would be different or more beneficial to the business. Okay. So that brings up another topic around travel okay. that I wanted to get your thoughts on looking forward for the next 20 years, right? We're yeah. in our forties. Do there, there's like a debate we kind of had with, uh, with some, um, with some of the, the folks that were telling us about sandals cause they do sandals every year. They know everybody. They, they love always, it. They do the same week. They have yeah. the same Butler service. They have everything the same. They love it. Do you want to have like a place you go to as like a, a go-to place every year or do you want to every year be something place. new and explore and does it change as you get older? Okay. I do appreciate certain things about the fact that we've gone to Cayman so many times. And honestly, there is kind of a peace of mind when we but used to go cha- every but, year. But we've also changed it up each time. Like we don't go back to the same place. We don't see the now same we go place. to the same places. We do go to the same restaurants. We do, we do go to the same Beaches place to get our little. And yeah. yeah, we know where we go for our fish tacos. We know where, <laughs> I mean, we do. For we our painkillers. Sun, Sunday brunch, we go to the same spot. We know yeah, it has guess... the best Sunday brunch. So yeah, there are some perks to knowing what you're going to get and where you're going to be now going to the same exact resort and seeing the same faces each time. I, I don't know if I'm to, to that extreme, but I, I understand. It's not an extreme. It's just a, well, we're saying the same foods, right? Now we're saying like, Oh, we want to see the same people each time and stay in the exact same place each time. I definitely see the, the, I see the appeal of that. Right. I just don't think it's us. I mean, but there's a level of comfort there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it will be us. And if you, I don't know, I mean, maybe it will. Yeah. I do like, I would visit another sandals. Honestly, it was a good experience. I would go to another one. I don't know if I would go to the same one each time. There's so many of them. Why not try a different one? Mm-hmm. There's so many places we haven't been yet either. You know, maybe those people are even more well-traveled. They've been there. They've done that. There's so many places that are and still on my settle, list. They settle on a place that yeah, just meets like, all their what? needs. It's it. They know what they're getting. Right. There's, there's definitely, I mean, Let's be honest, like there's a lot of stress in planning a vacation and then it's the prep nice. right up, up until the vacation of getting yeah. ready and like all this stuff you have to do. True. Is it nice to just, 
you book it, you know exactly what you're doing, exactly what you're packing, boom, right. done. And then, of course, if you know the same, you have the same butler and stuff, they know what your preferences are. Yeah, it's, Everything is set up for you. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm selling sound, myself on going to the same place every time. I mean, time. it's kind of nice. You know, either way, vacation, either way, whether it's something that you like to do repetitively or if you want to try something new. But it really was, I will say, for the, you know, for most of our friends and family know this, if it's, if it's just the two of us, most of the time you and I don't do all inclusive. We like to go and try restaurants explore and explore, and see different places, yeah. you know, we'll get a car and we'll explore an Island or something. This was a little bit different for us because we haven't done all inclusive unless we were with our kids. Mm-hmm. So it, we were kind of worried, are we going to get bored being in the same spot every single day? At this stage with this, you know, in the past year of all the stress, it's just what we needed. So maybe there's going to be times where we're like, you know what, let's go away. You know what, let's just do this. We already know it. Let's go to the same resort Mm -hmm. because we don't want to lift a finger. So it's a good backup. Okay. If we're looking 15 years in the future, maybe it's even easier if there are multiple grandkids involved and the stress and and knowing, knowing what you're getting into. If you're, if -hmm. it's a bigger family type of an adventure. Or like a beaches. Right. Or, or even like, a if we all decided to get a house in Nags Head, you know, a big house, like just knowing what you're getting it, there's yeah. when there's multiple people. Cause here's a lesson we learned a long time ago. We Beach did, homes are not a vacation for me. It means cooking and cleaning, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, but if as a, in a, as a general rule, if yeah. we get a house in duck or Corolla or Nags Head, we know what we're getting, True. we know the area, you know what, you know, we made a mistake and for any of you guys planning a big, large family trip to the Disney World area, so one of the mistakes we made that we learned was you can't get 19 people to agree on anything. The same ride, <laughs> right? At the same time of so, day, 100 degree weather in the middle of July. Yeah, oh gosh. So split up, get into small groups. If people want to go do that, great. Meet Let's meet up meals. in three years. Yeah, or in three, three years. years. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my head's at. Meet, <laughs> meet up in three I'll hours. See you in three years. Yeah, yeah. But man, we learned that the hard way because <laughs> it was nineteen people. We'd go a hundred feet. All right, what now? What's next? What's next? And yeah. And then once we decided, hey, these people want to go ride that ride. Great, we'll meet up for lunch. You know, mm-hmm. you guys want to go do that? Okay, no problem. We'll meet back up. Like just. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to I don't share every memory that. at all times. Yeah. We were hot and little kids and it was stressful. It was very stressful. Because remember the monorail broke and it took True. us two hours just to get into Disney World. I that don't morning. think we'll do Disney until our boys are married and have kids. I mean, at this point, right? Well, why? Why would I put myself through that stress? I literally have no interest in doing that at all. Oh, I think you either made some friends or some enemies by staying then. I just don't want to wait on, I don't wait, like waiting on lines for rides to begin with. We've done Universal, which is fun, but I feel like Disney, because there's so many families with like little, little kids, yeah. there's longer lines it's different. with it's, strollers. We're in a different phase. I've so already been there. Next 20 years. I'll just wait till Disney I have only, to do it again. Yeah, Disney yeah. only happens with grandkids. I, I would agree yeah. with you on that. I would agree. Any other travel before we move on to the next topic? Um. Yeah, so travel together or travel like hey this is your vision for the next 20 we're years corralling baby. Everybody. whatever you got everybody's going yeah we did we took you know you're right we talked about that a little bit about whatever you want no whatever your vision is so while we were at sandals just to throw this out there because um i didn't want to forget this you can actually get a discount and put down a deposit on staying at another sandals that was the other thing so i think a lot of people do that mm-hmm. 
and you can also do that for beaches. So we did reserve a spot for beaches two years from now. Right. We figured, hey, we'll figure something out in two years. <laughs> so we'll but see it's if like anybody a, wants to come. It's a pretty nice discount. It was right? a nice discount. You, you know, you can. And it's at worst, we deposit. lose a small deposit. Yeah. Or, you know, everybody actually, no, you can switch your deposit. So if nobody else wants to go, we can switch it to one of the other adults. Only right. But if, if for whatever reason decide. it doesn't work out at all, like we lose a lose a little bit. Right. Okay. It's not. We won't lose that. <laughs> You're like, we're using that. We're trip. using that. We're using so, that. I, I um, agree. Yeah. I definitely would like to have some really big family trips in some sort. Right. We don't know what that looks like yet, but. I feel like we need to get back to that a little bit. Yeah. What do you think about a cruise? No. Yeah. I'm not a huge cruise person. Although as a, a big family suffocated. trip would go, a cruise would work because you can kind of bounce around and then, well, I don't know. But then would we argue about like what we're going to do for excursions at every stop or I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I feel stressed the rooms, just thinking about it. The rooms it. make me feel cramped on a cruise. That's my only thing with the cruise. I feel claustrophobic. The bathrooms are very, very small. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a little much for me, but okay. So there are other spots that, yes, that I want to go to with you. I want to go to St. Lucia. I've been wanting to go for a really long time. I love, it's just, it's mountainous. It's beautiful. It doesn't look like any other place that we've been. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the flight's very challenging from where we're coming from. That's the only downside is I think it's like a plus a day or something crazy, but that's not really a kid's trip. I would like to do that with you. One of the things, yeah. One of the things that's, that I asked the boys about, actually, I, I posited this question to them is if we were to go to Europe and visit Europe again, mm-hmm. would you want to see the touristy type places? Cause we basically did a tourist when we went to Italy, we did Rome, a hundred percent tourist. Like we to. did all the tourist things. Right. Yeah. Or would you rather go and visit historical places? Right. The boys and I are, are we all kind of ever World War II, not buffs, but you know, we know a lot quite a bit. So there's so many things in Europe that would be kind of cool to see, but you know, and they were both like, yeah, I think so. Like, I think not a whole trip just on historical sites. That would be kind of a, it would probably drag a little bit. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's one of the things I would like to do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in a combination, like a couple days of a trip. Yeah. Go visit historical, cool historical sites, you know, that were relevant to stuff that are, we're interested in, but you you mean in Europe? Yeah, Europe in particular, just yeah. because there's so much, you know, it's got such a history that we're, right. that we're, we know about. So. I'd like to go to Napa too. That's on my list. Um, you and I were trying to do that a couple of years ago. I think we were, remember we were, we were close and then it just never worked Something out. Something kind of fizzled out. Because my company it. used to be based in the, one of my old companies was based in the, yeah. In the and I was going to fly out there. I would like to do that. We've never done mm-hmm. Napa. I would like to do a nice trip out there. That's probably better for like a couple's trip. So, yeah. But all right. All right. Um, Enough with the travel. I think we agree. Give me your second one. Um, You know, if I'm looking 20 years out, Mm -hmm. like uh, I wrote down successfully transitioned both of our sons into full adulthood, successful careers, perhaps marriages and grandbabies. But wow, that's a balance. (laughs) But the, the. You know, as I wrote it down, I was like, that seems controlling, but it's kind of our job to navigate that, help them navigate that, right? I mean, the transition into full adulthood is the number one right, piece of that. Right, that would be the number one piece. And then our roles change, mm-hmm. right? We're not, we're parents always, but we're, our roles will change and making sure we do that successfully is kind of mm-hmm. what, more of what I, I'm not the, I'm not going to be that. When are we getting grandkids if they no. get married? When are you going to get married? Like, I would never do that kind of controlling, but... But to 
be or to provide the amount of support so they can be successful in those areas yeah I think that needs to be a, a continuous thing that we do together as husband and wife and as yeah. parents but I guess that's going to be changing right so we need to kind of figure out how what kind of support yeah we've reached out without yeah, being exactly too it's, overbearing never done it before hand-holding I don't yeah I mean first, you know, they, they talk about when the first baby comes oh they don't give you a handbook but they don't really give you a handbook on like how to how to communicate with your adult children about life. You There's know, challenges. a million handbooks on changing diapers and feeding a baby <laughs> and getting them to sleep through the night. But yeah, young adulthood, or you know, when they leave the home and this the type of support when to, you when to push, when to cut them off yeah, on things. Little, yeah, I don't know. That's I feel like there's more challenges there. That's a, probably a whole week's worth of episodes, right? <laughs> well, because <laughs> some things out. never change when there are newborns and babies. You know what I mean? The world can change in so many different ways, but a newborn is a newborn. You know, they don't know what's happening around them as far as the environment. The environment affects young adults, you know, careers Completely and schools. Agree. And yeah, so we don't even know what 10 years from now looks like with technology right. and the society and yeah. how do we navigate, help them navigate that. Because so right? ultimately they have to navigate it themselves. That's right. number one goal is like... They, they leave the nest, you mm -hmm. know, they're ready to fly, I yeah. guess is really, or we push them out of the nest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better fly. You're going to hit the ground. Oh my gosh. It's a tough, that's a tough transition, but that's my goal. That's a, one of the things I really do envision. And that's, I think starts with, again, mm -hmm. with us as a married couple is making sure that we're, our marriage is strong so that that's still that foundation that they can, you know, build off of mm -hmm. in their lives. So yeah. It, you know, it's not just about how we communicate with them. It's also making sure that we maintain that foundation, that we maintain that stability. Yeah. I think it's important. I think that's really important as well. I agree with you. That's a good one. That's a big one. But that's that's a, big a good one. one. Yeah. That's um, pretty much the next 20 years. Next. <laughs> so the next one I had down is, you know, looking at the chapters ahead, I'm looking at it with confidence. And the reason why I say that is just because, you know, I... Feel like we're in such a different place now after having 20 years of marriage you know like we mentioned when we went on this trip we were spending time talking about our dreams and things that we wanted to do now maybe year one of marriage looking at your dreams because i remember going on this trip in jamaica years it probably was it was like year. our second or third anniversary yeah, yeah we went to and we were in the pool having a cocktail not in the ocean we were talking about our dreams and things we wanted to do but the difference now what I'm looking at it or how I'm looking at it now, I'm looking at it with confidence because we have so many things that we've learned that now we're able to not only dream, but I think we're really able to execute our dreams together alongside one another because we're not really trying to, you know, oh, 10 years from now, oh, 20 years from now, or, you know, looking at it as though we have so much to accomplish before we can actually go after our dreams. Now I think we're just... You know, there's a, a a match that's been lit under our rear ends. We're like we're executing, <laughs> we're moving forward, but we're definitely side by side. Mm -hmm. More regardless so than, of what it, whatever what happens, right? There, we have our right. goals and our dreams and things we want to do, but like nobody would have thought the last two years would have happened right. ten years ago, twenty years ago, right? So having that stability and being side by side, mm -hmm. I think, is really truly important. Yeah. And that's why I say I'm looking at it with confidence because I, I love think that because it's not, it's, it, we could easily say you, one could easily say that we're, or not even say it, but like be fearful and be 
kind of not willing to, to risk or, mm-hmm. you know, be adventurous and things because of challenges like COVID and all the stuff that's happened. Mm-hmm. But I say, screw it. Let's just keep moving forward. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think we both agree. We'd never want to live in a state of fear. No, it's a, it's a terrible place mm-hmm. to, to, to be, you know, anxious and, and afraid. Yeah. You know, so that's what my second Real one or not. Yeah. I'm looking at it with confidence like it. so we can move forward with not only the dreams that we've already talked about, which we'll continue to dream, but now we're at a stage where we're going to execute our dreams. Yeah, we don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> Time's a ticking. The fire that, the, the, fire that the, the match that was lit is called 42 and, and achy. <laughs> you know, somebody asked me recently how old I was and I forgot. So did I. I do it all the time. I wasn't trying to like lie or anything but I, I had to stop where I was like wait a second how old am I oh crap I'm 42 yeah you don't look it baby thank you I don't think you look it either but I honestly I guess my mind looks it because I forgot how old I was <laughs> I was like wait a second so I put um I'll do two real quick one is uh uh we'll be celebrating 40 years of marriage in 20 years and that's mm-hmm. you know a simple statement, but there's a lot behind that. Yeah. Right. Like I'm excited about in 20 years, celebrating 40 years of marriage. I like, am too, baby. There's no like, sounds- well, if we make it, right. There's no, well, the average marriage is only eight years. So, mm-hmm. or whatever, or midlife crisis. Nah, like I'm excited about 40 years of marriage. In when 20 do years. people have midlife crisis? A midlife. When is that? Is that 40? No, it's supposed to be for men. It's in that mid forties range. We're like, that's what I hear. And the mid forties on good authority. It's the mid forties where like that tends to happen if it's going to happen. And the same for women. I don't know. Oh, I've never looked it up. So I was just curious. Yeah, mine's just based on some practical conversations I've had. Yeah, you know, where it's like that's a real thing. Well, we won't be having any of those. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> we had our tw- our nineteen our two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. to 21 or 20 and whatever that was our midlife crisis we'll just yeah. not allow it, anything else be prepared so do you think that covid and all the drama has changed your outlook on the next 20 years um you know that's a really good question because actually part of the next one that i was going to say was i'm looking at it with a different lens well, not only a different lens, but I think we're looking ahead and I don't want to speak for you, but with vision, I don't really believe that in our twenties we had maybe a lot of vision in terms of, you know, oh my gosh, we're just trying to kind of get by, you know, buy our first house, you know, be able to make sure we have food on the table. You know, we're just trying to figure things out, really looking ahead at what we want, you know, what we want to accomplish, what we want out of our continued marriage and our lives together. I think we have more vision now. Mm-hmm. And so looking at things differently now, post COVID a hundred percent, I think that it's maybe changed our views in terms of, um, maybe how we, how we, you know, make the most of the time that we have. And, you know, obviously you can't plan for stuff like that, but I think making the most of the time that you have, and that's why I want to really look at executing certain things instead of just being a procrastinator, you know, I, yeah. for me, I look at it as, you know, and the kind time of, is of the essence. And part know? of that goes back to not being afraid and not being fearful right? and living in that state of mind and how dangerous but that that's is. That's a choice. I don't think, I think most oh, I people, completely agree with it. Um, I agree maybe with that. Yeah. naturally take that position with everything that mm-hmm. with so many uncertainties. I do think that's a choice. 
I have probably heard more fear than I have heard um, the position of I'm not going to focus on the fear. I'm going to focus on the things ahead versus just kind of drowning in all of the unknowns. Well, there, I mean, and let's be honest, the media is stroking that sense of fear by blowing up every bad right, situation and making choice, it seem, but it's your choice. No, it makes also, it harder. And I'm just saying it makes yeah. it harder because you're hearing all these people that you hear them talking. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Why are you thinking that way? Like you can almost see it on their faces. Yeah. But I'm right? just saying, I feel like it's also a choice to uh, kind of immerse yourself in that or not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. Because it can be a, dist- I view it, I view it as a distraction, you know, mm-hmm. Just like there's so many other things that can be a distraction, but if you really just drown yourself in it, that's a distraction. I like good distractions. Like <laughs> just spending time with you. That's a good distraction from, you know, things that I, you know, whatever chores and stuff like that. Going on vacation. Just let the chores pile up. Let yeah, the dishes, the dishes the laundry will wash pile themselves. Up. Yeah. We're still fine trying to figure that out. Maybe <laughs> in the next 20 years we'll figure out the self-cleaning kitchen. <laughs> but in the, in the next, also in the next 20 years, the other thing is our forever home. I, I love our house. I didn't put that one down there. Yeah. I think our forever home is something that will happen in the next 20 years, whether that's here or not. I don't know. I think we've been very open to where that will be, you know, Mm -hmm. where God leads us to be, you know, whether that's here or Cayman or who knows, you know, whatever that looks like. I vote Cayman. I think that's exciting. Our forever home. Okay. All right. That's, that's, uh, that's a good one. I, I honestly didn't put that down. No. Um, I mean, kind of along the same lines, this is super practical, so I won't, we won't spend a lot of time on it, but as you know, by the time we'd be 62 at that point, right? 20 years from now. So 60 is the new 40. Okay. (laughs) But it's really a long before retirement age, a fully funded retirement. That would be one of the goals. Like Mm -hmm. have that really, you know, humming along come 62 years old because you hear too many stories of people that are in their six mid to late sixties that are forced to work. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we'll probably still work just because that's who we are. And, I'll never we'll, stop working. That so, sounds like my brain will just but then, out. But then you get into a situation where you just, you know, you're totally relying on, on minimal retirement and then social security. And it just, it just, we want to be a blessing to our kids, our grandkids, to our community when we're definitely, I mean now, but also when we're in our sixties and we're in that retirement age. So mm-hmm. 20 years, Let's get a fully funded retirement. Yeah. Don't need to spend too much time on that. That's just one of the ones I wrote down. Very practical. But I don't, do you plan on retiring? No, but I'm saying at 62 in 20 years from now, let's have that thing fully funded so Mm -hmm. that we can do what we, we make the choices, not the choice, you know, the, the, we choose what we want to do. Not it chooses for us. Right. We're not, our hands not forced. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it's actually a good one. That's a really good one. No, hundred yeah. percent. But I don't, I was just asking cause I wasn't, I don't really plan on retiring and in my industry, I probably could continue to do that well into my sixties, right. you know, even if we're retired and or financially in a position where we could retire, I would still like to continue to work and, mm-hmm. you know, be a but blessing. But again, if it's our choice, to- then it, it, it opens up doors or, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it's just, I think wise yeah. as a general, general statement. I agree. I like it. Okay. What else you got, baby? Anything else? 
Is that all? Is that all you had for twenty years? That's all you wanted was just those things. Well, I mean, nothing about doting on your husband or just being like (laughs) the sexy (laughs) sixty-two-year-old. Why are you trying to make me sixty-two already? Because it's twenty years from now. I'm just kidding. But to that note, yes, I plan on being like super fit at sixty-two. That's another thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to stop taking care of myself or eating healthy and that's absolutely a, I wrote I that down healthy so and taking care of my body I put you know health maintaining our fitness and overall health together and that's gonna look we don't know what's gonna happen but it's gonna look you know think our bodies change so we're already in different stages where we are having to be mindful of those things and looking out for each other and just being honest you know, I think that's important. I think there's a lot of men in particular, and I don't, you know, I can't speak for women, but there's a lot of stubborn men in their fifties and sixties that, that mm-hmm. refuse to get help for something or just, well, you know, cranky. And I don't want to be that way. I want to, if there's something I going on, like, not I want to get a cranky fixed. old man, not even a cranky old man, but a stubborn, a stubborn old man or a stubborn man in general. Neither one, no right. cranky, no stubborn. Yeah. Old. If you've got a physical issue, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna you know, be stubborn and say, well, I don't be fine. You know, some things maybe, but take your health is, you know, doing the things that you can do, right? There's gonna be things out of our control, but the things you can do to to maintain that healthy, as healthy a lifestyle as possible. Don't be stubborn. What we're doing now, what we do now every single day, every week that we, you know, we're working out, eating healthy, taking care of not only our physical health, trying to, yeah. Everything we're doing now, we're planting seeds for <laughs> we're planting seeds for the next ten years, fifteen years, twenty years in mm-hmm. our bodies. Those things will catch up to you. So, you know, we need to continue to encourage each other to stay on the path that we're on right now. But um, yeah, the crankiness—that's. I commit to not being a stubborn, cranky don't. old man. Please, please do not. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to add that. Oh, looking forward to in the next 20 years. Oh, cranky old man stage. That's right. Yeah. No, thanks. But the other thing within the next 20 years and actually even before then, that's probably not a 20 year thing, but obviously in the last two years, we started this project, this passion project of destination marriage. Mm-hmm. And we have so many things that we're looking forward to in growing the podcast and growing the community and also connecting with other couples and we want to you know just grow this community of destination marriage to connect with other people and hear their stories so we can continue to share and also learn from others because obviously we've only experienced so much in our 20 years Mm -hmm. there's other marriages that have experienced and overcome they've built you know a business together they've done so many things so we're excited about the stories we have yet to hear that we are will be able to share indeed yeah with that being said, though, yes. we did um, put together kind of a list, um, actually a list of some exciting episodes ahead. So do you want to yeah, so share some of those? A little Tom? bit of a teaser. You know, one of, like I said, and it's, it's funny how, you know, they say like smell like triggers memories stronger than just any other thing. When I yes, look at this, I that. when I look at this list, the memory I have is actually when we were under the umbrella on the beach yeah. with uh, some Mai Tais or something in hand. And, uh, we were going, we were going through this list. So that's forever going to be my runners. memory. Rum runners, I whatever. Think that's what it, was. it was fruit and rum. <laughs> that was basically all we, all we drank. And like a little slice a of pineapple on the top. <laughs> um, so a few topics that we really are excited about doing, you know, one of the things we haven't talked about, you know, we always mm-hmm. talk about our experience, right. Over the past 20 years, but what's it like for someone who gets married later in life for the first time? Yeah. Right. That's a different dynamic than getting married at 24 mm-hmm. when you get married at 40. Right. Right. And so we want to talk about that. Um, 
Actually, you know, we're gonna have it. We're gonna have special guests for that will. one to share Indeed. their experience, right? Indeed. Um, we really want to focus on destination growth again. Mm-hmm. Again, we think that's a really good one where we look at books, whether it's marriage mm-hmm. books or just practical life books. Yeah, we're we're we've got another one coming up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie's got some ideas around which book we're gonna be be uh, yes. doing for that. So, um, a topic, another topic: blending family traditions in a marriage slash. Who wins? <laughs> That's going to be a good one. Right? Because yeah. we got a, we got some stories to tell there. We do. Right? Nothing overly dramatic, but, you know, you hear some really horror stories and maybe we'll kind of delve into some of those we read about, you mm-hmm. know, like where, where traditions or, you know, uh, what's another word for like just expectations mm-hmm. of, of somebody's time during certain times of year, or, right. you know, how do you, how do you manage that? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what about? Similar, but maybe different is uh, power struggles in a marriage. Power struggles in a marriage. We did talk Mm. about that a lot when we were sipping those rum runners. That's going to be a really good one. And I think it definitely needs to be discussed. Um, Obviously, we'll do a deeper dive on what that really looks like. But that's a very real thing. Whether or not it's, and I, I, I would imagine, especially for a couple that maybe has been, maybe they're married later, you know, maybe not at 20, but maybe in their 30s and they already have started their careers. Yeah. They have different... They're going in different directions with, you know, professionally, there could be a lot of power struggles. And, you know, that, I think that, man, we could probably talk about, that could be like a five part <laughs> episode of power struggles in a marriage. Right? Yeah. We haven't, we, we really thrown some good ideas around, but, uh, I think that one, that one may be a, a multi, a multi, uh, step or a multi episode yeah. topic, right? Cause you have power struggles with the kids, power struggles with money, power mm-hmm. struggles with, um, responsibility. I mean, there's so many different things. There's yeah. episode one, two, and three of power struggles, right? <laughs> kids, money, power or jobs. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, we've got a lot coming up guys. We're really excited. We really appreciate the feedback you do give us. It's been helpful for us to kind of frame up some of our conversations and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we love hearing your feedback, please, 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 you know, support us by downloading episodes and making comments on, on Apple podcasts. It really helps our uh, rankings and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to move up that, that ladder. Everything's about these algorithms these days. I know everything's constantly changing. So it yep. can be hard to get in front of, you know, the, every, everyone that you want to reach. Um, I'm sure there's a, a larger audience out there that we probably haven't even connected with, but things just keep changing and we're, we're learning as we go. Okay. <laughs> so please subscribe, <laughs> you know, on, and, and download it. it. It's helpful for us. And, you know, we hope to, you know, like we talked about to some of these contents, whether it's the next 20 years of our marriage and what we envision, and hopefully that's helpful for you guys or these topics we have coming up that we're really excited about either way, please help and uh, help us by mm-hmm. downloading and subscribing to our podcast. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate you giving us a listen and listening into what we have in store for the next 20 years. But we have some great episodes coming your way, and have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.